song clinton jacob made and we're getting into hollow's eve season so this these episodes are gonna be scary man i'm back it's good to be it's great to be back i'm telling you i didn't even sleep the night before i left new york uh because i was so excited to come home uh let me tell you something about new york it is not worth it to live there. <laughs> it, it, to me, it's not. I mean, I know everybody else, you know, leave your creams or whatever. But uh, to me, it makes no logical sense for me to ever leave Cincinnati again for any reason. Um, even to get a piece of food or get a little sippy of a new drink. I'm, not, <laughs> I'm never fucking leaving here. Uh, I'm telling you, New York City is... The city that always stinks. It is the stinkiest. People will tell, tell you about the stink. As a matter of fact, let me recant that. Just the subway. First of all, let me tell you, I went to New York City. I got on some really good shows. By the way, the shows in New York, the showcase shows, are are fucking dope. I had the best time. And thank you to anybody who put me on uh, their showcase or their show when I was out there. It was the shows were fantastic uh the comic hangs were great shout out jericho davidson and i want to thank uh max fine for letting me uh stay at his house for 11 days that rules i mean i I know you didn't tell your roommates and your cat pooped and peed everywhere uh the moment i arrived but i do want to thank you because i'm glad you took time out and showed me around and for that i am grateful to you max fine shout out and go listen to max fine's episode he's very funny he's my friend he's my friend it was it was new york is a a thing this is the first time i've ever been uh first time ever in the big city of screams and dude it's it's okay i don't want this to sound anyway because i don't want to sound bashing but whatever 
if you listen to this and you live in New York, which I do have some New York listeners, I don't understand how you do it. And it's not me coming from a small town being like, these lights are bright. It's not that. It's I feel like I because we're constantly inundated with New York, New York, New York, like even being in Cincinnati, like New York. Oh, the big city and da da da. I felt like I had seen it all before. So it didn't really it didn't really like I don't know. It didn't it, it wasn't really like that amazing to me. Does that make sense? Like I wasn't like, wow, look at all this new experience. Because people in the Midwest are like, oh, you're going to New York? You're going to see a wide array array of people. It's going to be, you're going to see people you've never seen before. But like in the back of my head, I'm like, bitch, I have a Haitian, I had a Haitian landlord. What are you talking about? You think I'm going to, I'm going to see people that it's going to shock me to see a person yelling at a rat instead of a deer? It's not shocking. A guy got on the train and he was talking on his phone about recently signing Art Garfunkel and he had a bag from Conway. The, the man the man was crazy and I didn't even bat an eye. I, I turned my music down for one second on the train to be like, oh, okay. I wasn't like, get me out of here. My Midwest sensibilities are 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 being put to the test. It, it's not everything's the same. Everywhere you go, everything's the fucking same, okay? You walk around in New York in the city, and guess what? It's a Walgreens and a Chipotle and a fucking Starbucks. And then there's, like, a guy that he he's like, whoa, what the fuck? That's the only difference is instead of hearing somebody be like, what the fuck? You hear somebody go, yo, what the fuck? That's the difference. And instead of there being one person every 70 feet, there's 200 Okay, that's it. So if you have these big, fantastical dreams about New York, let me tell you something. Don't hype it up too much. Because I went and saw the Statue of Liberty from Battery Park, and that was the thing where I was like, wow, this is fucking crazy. My grandparents saw that from a boat when they were coming from their country. They saw that. That was cool. I was like, man, that's fucking cool. And then you turn around. After looking at the Statue of Liberty and having a little moment with yourself and then you turn around and on the bench behind you is a white girl with dreadlocks picking her toenails and yelling at the sun. So you take the good with the bad, I guess. I mean, I understand that your toes need cleaning, but I'm trying to have a fucking cathartic moment. There's none of that. And I do appreciate that about New York. There's not a cathartic moment. It's people talking horn honks and they shoulder bump you on the way to Chipotle. That's fine. And that's what I expected. Two days in. Stand-up comedy-wise, they're like, oh, you can do so many sets. Yeah, you want to sit underground for six hours? Okay. I did some open mics. I don't know, man. It's not like... I'm sure... 40 years ago, 35 years ago, I'm sure the year I was born, it was still cool. New York was probably still cool in the 80s and 90s, where like you could see some shit or be like, hey, we're doing a rooftop thing. But now New York is all rich people. 
It's all people with money. And you know what people with money don't do? Invite people to have experiences with them. Because you don't have the money that they have. They don't think you know how to experience what they're experiencing. So when it's a city full of the turbo rich and young professionals that move there, the artists and comedians and singers and dancers are just cannon fodder for the rich. So when you move to New York from Iowa or from Indiana and you're like, I'm going to do it, you're literally, you're, you're nothing. <laughs> and it might seem like I'm taking a very negative approach. I don't hate New York. I'll go a couple times a year and I'll do shows and I'll have fun. But there's no need for me to live there. It's, it, it, it I mean, Fuck. It, I had in my mind, this is what you do if you want to do comedy. It's not. It's not. It, it really doesn't behoove me to live there. It's very strange. It was a very strange feeling I got. Because it's doable. You look around, it's doable. I was in Crown Heights. You know, the most famous thing uh, about Crown Heights. The, 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 the big riots. The race riots of Crown Heights. I looked up the neighborhood. Where am I staying? Oh, cool. And it was cool. Crown Heights was cool. You walk off the you walk off the train stop, you you come out of the subway station. Station. I, I don't know why I talk, said station like Matthew fucking McConaughey. You walk out of the subway station. And uh as soon as I got there, I got my little rolly bag. People were like, He's not from here. And of course I'm not. And I put my bag down and I, I walked I walked out of Max's house and lo and behold there was somebody wheeling something up the street, two guys wheeling something huge and heavy up the street. And when they finally got close enough I realized these men are hauling a car engine just down the middle of the street in a busy Brooklyn city. There there they are. And then for the next sixteen hours those men put that engine in a Subaru Forester and drove away. And when they drove away, I cheered. It was the, one of the coolest things I've ever seen. And I got that. You know, you want to get that New York experience. You know what I mean? Oh, you got to get a piece of pizza. Let me tell you something. As soon as I went and got. A, 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 the New York slice. They're all like, you, get, you eat the pizza yet? Everybody, you get a piece? You get a slice? As soon as I bit into the New York slice, as it were, it burnt the roof of my mouth. Okay? So that was my experience. I got burnt immediately. Even the food hates you over there. But I'll tell you what the 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 four the Fourth Street, Fourth Avenue, Fourth Street by uh, Washington Square Park has the best dollar slice in the city that I had. But that I mean it was great, it was fantastic, and I got and I did all the things. We, we I mean I didn't do all the things. It's impossible, but you know I I, I spent uh, out of the eleven days I was there I spent about four four days underground. Uh, just riding the subway. It's so easy to get around in New York. No, it isn't. No, it isn't. It's a it's a it's a hardship. 
It's so easy. You just jump on the train and you go anywhere. No. No, you do not. Whoever the fuck said that is a, is a, is an insane person. You just jump on a train. You don't just jump on a train. You got to connect from the A to the L to the J to the F to the B to the 1 to the 3. And then you're like, uh, oh, it's 3.7 miles away. Dude, we'll just go to this coffee shop 2.9 miles away. Let me look at the subway. Uh, how do we get there? Oh, it's only two trains and it takes 48 minutes. You're like, oh, I'll walk. It'll take it'll take 51 minutes. I'll walk. It's so easy to get around New York. Okay. <laughs> okay, Sarah Jessica Parker. I'm not out here dating Mr. Big. You know what? I didn't even see her house. I was very interested to see Carrie Bradshaw's house. I watched every episode of Sex in the City. I would have liked to have seen her building. I did see the Friends building, though. We were walking around. I saw the Friends building. Nonplussed. I was nonplussed. The Statue of Liberty is very impressive. Um, Battery Park is impressive. Times Square, you would think I would want to shit on Times Square. It's actually cool. I was very psyched. I uh, went to Times Square. There's so much going on. It's so much sensory overload that it's almost calming. And it's, it's, it's so, it's like looking at a fucking mountain. It's crazy. I've never, uh, you know, unless you've been there, you wouldn't know. But Times Square is it's it's uh it's it's cool. I could see why it was such a shithole, um in the in the eighties. I could see how seventies and eighties where they'd be like, come down here and jack off to a dancing girl, and but it wasn't. I made it sound like the forties. They were like, come down here and stab a prostitute <laughs> in the eighties. It was like some wild shit in Times Square. I think it just, I think for me, New York just lacks, I had in my mind, it's this big city and there's these little pockets and you can do these things. Everywhere is the same, man. It's all the same shit. When I used to work at the skate shop, people used to say, oh, it's all the same shit, man. Or not people, my old boss. Kids would come in and be like, hey, can these shoes make me ollie higher? And my boss would be like, it's all the same shit, man. And I just thought he was a mean guy. Who just didn't want to talk to kids. But he wasn't. He was right. Everything is the same. Everywhere. There's nothing. Somebody would make a million dollars if they opened up a dollar slice joint in Cincinnati. It doesn't just have to be New York. You can open up a dollar slice place. The The internet is real. That You can ship that style of food. Like People act like it's like, oh, it's so good in New York because of the water. Let me tell you something. It's It's fine. It's good. It's really good, but so is anywhere else. It's all the fucking same. I'm not disappointed, though. This come this this isn't a very funny 15 first minutes of this podcast, I realize. But people are, people have been asking me about it, and I've had time to think. And I was like, man, I you know what? I, I like it for what it is. Keep it over there. I'm not going to be a part of it. New York, New York, I'm not going to be a part of it. I'll go there, uh, I'll hang out there, I'll use it, but I, I don't need to fucking be there. There's no point. I'm not a big enough stand-up comedian to support myself only at stand-up, and I'm not a big enough stand-up comedian to be like, oh yeah, I can spend $3,000 a month to to live here in a one-bedroom apartment. 
It's all this shit. You know, everything everybody says, like, you can shit and cook an egg. That's how little their apartment is. Yeah, you can take a shit and cook an egg at the same time. Can I tell you something? Max Fine has a beautiful, nice apartment. He pays $900 a month or something, maybe more. But he's got his own bedroom. He's got a, a, a nice bathroom with a shower, toilets in there. There's a, there's a nice kitchen living room. His roommates have their own rooms. It's not people like laying in a basement on top of each other like, well, I got a fart, so sorry. You have to apologize to 11 people because you farted where you live. It's not, I mean, I'm sure that happens, but that happens everywhere. I know people with very weird living situations here. Fuck, I lived in a, I lived in a warehouse in the scary part of downtown Cincinnati. I lived in a warehouse. My my bathroom was 65 feet away, and it was next to a freight elevator. That's where I pooped. And my shower was in the basement of a 100-plus-year-old warehouse. In the darkest room, it was like taking a shower in a subway. And I lived there for four months. So, whatever. Everybody has a thing. It, it, it's, it's, it's not... I don't know. I was very gung-ho. I thought, I, I, you know, on a couple episodes, I was like, I think I'm going to move there. I'm going to check it out, and I'm going to move there unless I don't like it. And guess what? Not moving there. Don't really like it. I'll go. I liked, the, I liked walking around the city, and and uh, I loved the shows and, and where the shows were. But it, you know what? We have great shows here. We have the, the best comedy club here. I only did Broadway Comedy Club. I went to the Comedy Cellar. I had to check it out. You know, it's like going to the Vatican, whatever, for stand-up comedians, going to the Comedy Cellar. And I went I, I went and looked at the cellar, and I didn't go in because they were filming a thing. And what am I going to be like? But I'm a comedian from Cincinnati. I've, I did brouhaha. <laughs> Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> There's people that send, send you know, two late-night sets to them, and, and the cellar doesn't pass them for another year. It's not it, – it, I wasn't going to do that. It's not the kind of person I am. I wasn't going to go somewhere I didn't feel like I was welcome to go. So I just hung out outside. It's on McDougal Street. I hung out on McDougal. I got I, I got a little coffee. I, I got so high. I ripped the weed pen 34 times, and I just sat on the street. People were walking by. Homeless guys got Jordans on, and it was great, and it was, it was fine. I saw Greg Stone uh, from the Red Dude Cast. Shout out, Greg Stone. The guy is the best. He's so funny. He, he was doing a podcast down there uh, for Bobby Kelly, though you know what, dude. Podcast. Listen to Greg Stone on that. He's my friend, and he rules. And he and and he hooked me up with some Marvel Legends while I was out there. He gave me a brown Wolverine. He gave me a kingpin and a and a and a the maroon and yellow old Daredevil. Because you guys know I collect Marvel Legends action figures. Because I'm 36, and I need something. And it was great. And I got to see Greg and I met this lady, this comic named Camille. And she was, she's funny and she had a spot at the cellar at midnight. And so we just hung out in Washington Square Park and, and we had a, and we had a good time, good talk. Max came and met us. You know, I walked a thousand miles a day. I was in the subway. By the way, you want to walk into the subway and you, you're like, oh, it's August. How was the subway? Pretty hot. Let me tell you something. Walking into the subway in New York City in August is like walking into a dog's asshole. 
not only is it hot, but it's blowing heat. It is it is hot air. It's like standing in front of one of those old school heaters that used to catch fire and burn hillbilly's garages down. It's like that. Except for you just left direct sunlight to walk into, I don't know, hot wind, hot stink wind. It's a nightmare. And then you get in there and there's there's 500 people in one car and, and people are farting and coughing and there's people trying to read their books and there's people on MacBooks and then there's a guy just openly rapping a song in front of a baby that has so many curse words in it. It's like a song I've never heard. I'm like, what? what is the song Fuck Cock Cunt? I've never heard this song. The baby's heard it. Baby hates it. Crying. And it's loud. I can hear him through my earbuds. A guy dropped one of his AirPods out of his ears onto the subway tracks and we had to wait for 10 minutes for this worker to turn the electric off to get this guy's airpod by the way hey guy maybe just buy some new airpods because your airpod fell in a puddle that a rat was dead next to so if you put that in your ear you probably are going to get the plague you're going to die the rats are so big no they're normal rats i saw them all so all the things people talk about cabs honking People almost getting into wrecks, crazy people, rats, eh, whatever. It was fine. I'll go back. I'll go back to do shows. I don't think I'm going to live there. It was fine. That's it. (laughs) It's the whole New York story. That, that, that That was a very big bum out, I feel like. But it has been a while, and it, and I I had to get it off my damn chest. I know a lot of people. Uh, I know some uh, people sent me messages and were like, "How was New York?" That's how it was. It was, whatever. It was fine. I think I stayed too long. I think I was I was very nonplussed about the whole thing. It's almost like because I've been in I've been living in downtown Cincinnati, which by the way is a teardrop compared to the the sob size that New York is it where we're a little tiny speck you get all the same things a city is a city I'm sorry maybe a foreign city is probably different a foreign city is much more different I did though see a black man in Chinatown speaking fluent Chinese and it was unbelievable you would have thought I saw the Statue of Liberty I was like oh he was looking at this Chinese guy, and he was just going back and forth with him. Just, you know, he was doing the whole thing. And then, I mean, and fluently, and the Chinese guy's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then the black dude looked at his friend and was like, you want to get a little food or something? And I was like, that's amazing. You would have thought somebody caught me looking up at the buildings. I was, I wanted to get a picture with this guy. I was like, wow, this dude's amazing. But it's whatever. It's fine. It's good. It's nice. It's, 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 it's clean in some parts it's clean in on manhattan manhattan's clean i just thought it would be dirtier and stinkier and and harder and instead it's just uh it's just it's just inconvenience it's that's all it is new york is like we're the city that does what everybody else is or we do what we want to do and everybody conforms to it and the people that conform to it are fine and i conform to it i didn't i didn't 
cut cut online. I didn't, you know, get in front of old ladies on the train. I I gave my seat up if there was like a family or something. I just sit there and hold the thing, or I'd stand by the door. I didn't walk between the cars. I didn't just didn't do anything. I always felt like uh, if I was watching people almost get in trouble the whole time. I didn't carry like my weed pen out, you know. There was one night, the first night, we were like, let's drink White Claws in Central Park. And there was 15 cops driving around, and I was like, fuck this. I'm not doing this. I'm not getting arrested in New York. We did find a big pan of hot dogs, though. And I didn't I didn't eat any because I'm not, I'm not uh, crazy. I didn't eat a whole mess of found hot dogs. Uh, Max touched one, which was too far for me. I was like, I'm not going to touch a hot dog we found next to a baseball field. I'm sure they're fine, but I'm not going to even touch them. And Max picked one up, and he was like, if they snap, they're good. And then they, it may have snapped. I, it, it was too much for me. If he would have eaten it, I would have had a real, I would have probably come back early. But the shows were good. I had the best time. Um Broadway Comedy Club was cool. Bushwick Bears was great. Uh, Jericho Davidson um, that does Bushwick Bears is so fucking funny. It, go follow him if you want. He's hilarious. Um, yeah, Bushwick Bears was cool. Uh, and, of course, I did Comedians You Should Know. Why did I say it that way? Comedians You Should Know. I did Comedians You Should Know, and it was uh, it was really something. It was a, it, it was a great show. It was a great crowd. It was like a great size crowd, and uh, you, I had a, I had a, I had a fun set. I had a good time, and it was like a really, 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 really fun show. Um, if you want to see it, go to my Instagram at Ram Barnaclo. It's the last. How was your set that I put up? I'm glad to be back. I, I feel like I should be dicking around a little bit more, but I just wanted to uh, talk about New York and and not. Uh, I wasn't I I've had a coffee and what might be going on is I might have to pause the podcast so I can get in my triangular stance and fart all the wind out of my body. <laughs> you guys do that? Do you guys get in like a downward dog and just really open up the gates sometimes? Just clear it out, clear out all the wind. I'm so happy to be back. I couldn't even sleep. I could not sleep the night before. Number one, because Max Fine has a couch that I don't know who built it, but I think it was built in a, a place where they're like, hey, how do you do you think we could sell this a couch that's the most uncomfortable thing that we can make? Like it, it, Max Fine's couch is so uncomfortable and cumbersome that I believe it was made in a place where scientists engineered it to hurt you it like i i the floor i slept on his floor one night because i was like this is crazy this couch is like it like somehow had like it was shaped like a carabiner first of all it was like it was like half a hoop it was like an open loop and you sit in it and then you're like you put your butt on it but you slide into this weird recess and then your back your upper back hurts and then you lay on it and you think it would like hold you. And it's like instead there's like a bar in the middle of it. 
It feels like you're sleeping on a person's rib cage. It's the it's weird, and it, it's like fuck this in its ass. This couch. So I I want I want him to send me a video of him smashing that couch. It'll be the greatest video I've ever that fuck fuck your couch for real. It's the worst couch I've ever been on. And I don't mean it funny like, oh, I watched the Chappelle show once, so I talk like every person in 2004 that watched the Chappelle show. Not fuck your couch in a funny way, but for real, fuck your couch. Whoever designed your couch is a demon. It's a person that is a person that did that on he did that on purpose. Some a couch did something bad to that man or woman that designed that couch. They were like, man, my parents got divorced on a couch just like this. They got divorced because the couch was so uncomfortable. Your couch would cause someone to get divorced, Max. It's a bad couch, and it and it needs to, and it needs a f- fucking fuck off. It's a bad couch that I hate. Man, I'm an angry little cuss, dude. I got all fired up about New York. I mean, can I say something? Kind of let me down. That's all it is. Okay. And I know you're like, who the fuck are you to judge a whole city and a culture? I like the culture of the city. I don't like how it's very commercialized. And that really bothered me. Because honestly, I wanted to see all the cool little, you know, like cool little dark wood paneled bars that only like Mets fans hang out at. Or like a cool little sandwich shop where the guy's got a fucking half a mustache or I don't know. I don't know what I was expecting, but I didn't expect it to be like Walgreens, Starbucks, Chipotle, Walgreens, Starbucks, Chipotle, Walgreens, Starbucks, Chipotle. And then you go to little Italy. I went to little Italy to take a picture for my mother. And I went there and I was like, Oh, look at it. It's cool. And the guy's like, Hey buddy, you want to buy a ring? And you're like, what the hell? A ring, and then you just got a tray of rings out there. Some Indian guy has a tray of rings, and it says like "Little Daddy" on it. And you're like, "Well, of course I want a little daddy ring, but what are you doing? And what are you doing? These guys, these these like, you can't even walk down the street. They're selling cannolis and da 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 da. And then you go up to the cannoli cart, and the guy's like, just like a dude that's kind of mean and not like psyched to fucking. It's just kitschy. It's all it it feels dis, disingenuous. That's what it is. It feels just fake. It doesn't it feels like it's it's formerly was really cool. It feel it felt like it felt like I got to New York decades late. I got there at the wrong time. Cuz there's nothing there that's making me love it besides the fact that it is New York. But because it's New York and it's the originator it's like a, a, it's like a very serious. It's like got a lot of patriotic symbols, and it's you know, and it's like because it's the originator and it's the melting pot, and you know, there's there's like a guy selling falafel next to a guy selling gelato next to a guy selling fucking you know fish, and there's there's like you know there's a bunch of cultures and races, and that's dope. That's the dopest part, but they're all doing caricatures. Of the people that moved there before them. All the Italian guys are like, oh, hey, what do you want to fucking mean? And it's like, dude, your dad was that. Your 
you're barking for people to come in and eat on the street because that's what they had to do. Now you're doing it for the tourists. And it's like, fuck. And when you can see, when you see that kind of shit, like when you can see through it a little bit, it's it's a bummer. And that's kind of, I guess that's well, I'm glad I got to work it out. There. That's what it is. I got there at the wrong era. Right guy, wrong time. <laughs> I'm being a fucking ass. Who cares? I I love you guys and I'm happy I'm back. That's all. I'm happy I'm back. I've never been more happy than I'm back. Makes me want to clean up my little area and save money for a car and and do all the things. I'm trying to get a car. That's the new Rumble Lips Pledge Drive. Get ran a car. I want a Range Rover. <laughs> no, I just want something that'll get me around that's reliable. That's what the... Uh, so if you want to donate to the podcast, and hey, all of my podcasts from here on out aren't going to be me ragging on shit, but I was just... Getting it off my chest, and I thank you guys for listening. I was just getting it off my chest because I'm done. I'm done talking about it. I'll go back again next year, probably in the spring or the fall when it's cooler, and I'll do shows again next year. But as for moving Cincinnati, since my mama had me, boy. Um, Rumble Lips, thankfully, is back. And thankfully is brought to you by Ohio Valley Beard Supply. Oh my Jameis, Ohio Valley Beard Supply. Scott Ponder, you, you, man, you want to fucking look good. You want to grease up. You want people to look at you when you're out and say, there's something about that guy that I find sexy. And I'm not gay, but I want to kiss that man with the force of a thousand winds. You go to OhioValleyBeard.com. That's how you get that. You go to OhioValleyBeard.com to get some Ohio Valley Beard Supply for your face. You put it on the follicles. You put it in the hair. Not your head hair. You'll get forehead zits. But you put it You put it in your beard. And you put it in your fucking eyebrows like me. You put a little in your eyebrows so them shits twinkle. So somebody's like, was there a twinkle in his eye? No, I'm not sure, but there was definitely a twinkle in his brow. Ohio Valley Beard Supply. It's OhioValleyBeard.com. I love you, Scott Ponder, and I love you, and I love all the boys over there, and I'm telling you right now, if you want to look good and you want to be kissable to all races, colors, creeds, and, and sexes, you get Ohio Valley Beard Supply. If you want to continue your life, looking like you may or may not manage a Thornton's gas station, then don't. But if you want to look good and you want people to compliment you because of your fucking face, go to OhioValleyBeard.com and shellac up. You'll look good. You want to look good. Everybody wants to look good. Nobody walks out of the house saying, how can I look Worse than I looked yesterday. Because every day you don't put Ohio Valley Beard Supplies products in your beard is another missed opportunity at finding love. You want the woman or man of your dreams? You got to fucking shine up. You got to get that shine. Shine in your facial hair. 
I'm talking even if you got a chin strap, it'll take you a while to get through it, but grease up that strap. Grease up your chin strap, go to the fucking dark carnival of souls, and go to the gathering, and you walk in, and all those juggalettes, their fucking, their jinkos will melt as soon as they see that chin strap shining. Grease up that strap with Ohio Valley Beard Supply. Thank you, Scott Ponder. Rumble Lips is also brought to you by Boomtown Biscania and Wiscania, and I've never said it right once, and I'm not going to start now. It's Boomtown Biscuits and Whiskey. It's in the Pendleton District of OTR. It's run by PJ Newman, who is a who is a sweet, innocent, nice, <laughs> affable gentleman. You walk in there, he's got a smile on his face, a, a sturdy handshake for you, and a and a twinkle in his eye. Not in his brow. Man doesn't have a beard. And they they're serving up some of the the best the best food, and all of over the Rhine. Have you been like I want a good breakfast? It's been a while. I don't want a diner breakfast. I don't want to go down to the diner. I, you know, we go to the diner three. You know, we go to the diner a couple times a month, and that lady's always there. She's got fucking her eyes melting out of her head. She she knows our order, and she's always coughing back there on the grill. What's her name? Cheryl. Cheryl's always there. Classic two. Two eggs. Sausage. Two cakes. Yeah. Thank you, Cheryl. You don't want that experience anymore. You like Cheryl. You know Cheryl. You've given her a Christmas card before. But get, let's get a new tradition, okay? Maybe send PJ Newman and the boys a Christmas card because you go to Ohio Valley Beer. Because you go to Ohio Valley Beard Supply, you shellac up, and you go into Boomtown Biscuits and Whiskey, and you eat. You, you grease up your strap. You sit at P.J. Newman's beautiful, beautiful bar. And, you, and you, you, look, you look at somebody, and you look at your lover, and they say, I originally was going to walk right past you, but the, 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 stain, the, the shine... Coming off of that beard caught my eye. And now I'm with the love of my fucking life. And now you take me to these great places, like like Boomtown Biscuits and Whiskey? You take me here? You're the man I love. It's in the Pendleton District of OTR. Go, go. Bisc up. Whisk up. Take your new shiny whiskeys to Ohio. <laughs> Take your new Ohio Beard Supply shiny whiskeys to Boomtown Biscuits and Whiskets. Okay? That's a that's a double read. That's a tie-in. Rumble Lips is also brought to you by Go Bananas Comedy Club, and I won't say this with any air of flippantness. Or any bit of joke-ness. Go Bananas Comedy Club is the greatest comedy club that's ever been put on earth as we know it. There's something about when the when when whoever laid the first brick. That, I don't think they fucking knew what they were getting themselves into. Because it must have been built by somebody with really, really, a really good sense of humor. Because my loud, the shows at Go Bananas Comedy Club is the greatest. 
It's the most fun, best crowds. Even bad crowds are good at Go Bananas. I love Go Bananas Comedy Club, and you should too. Visit GoBananasComedy.com for tickets. GoBananasComedy.com. You see who's coming up. We got Kenny DeForest coming this week, and he's been on Corden. The James Corden experience or whatever it's called. He's hilarious. You guys are going to love Kenny. I'm telling you. Come on out to a show. Thursday, 8 o'clock. Friday, 7.30 and 10. Saturday, 7.30 and 10. Sunday, 8 o'clock. You have six chances to see this guy. And Stone Schneider is hosting. It's his first host weekend. And he's very, very funny. You guys should go to Go Bananas this weekend. If you listen to this podcast and you're like, fuck it, we'll leave the kids in the car. Let's go to Go Bananas. Just go. It's fine. Have your dog watch your kids. Who gives a shit? They'll be fine. People grew up in caves. GoBananasComedy.com Rumble Lips is also brought to you by Hero Jim. What if that was the whole read? My friend Mark Regner has been my friend for about 17 years. I love Mark Regner to death. Mark Regner used to be a normal dude. Normal body type. Just a normal, normal guy going through life. Drinking a Coke every now and again. Having some beers. Normal body. 10 years ago. Normal body. 15 years ago. Normal body. He was never fat, but he was never in shape. He was just normal. And this dude got a bug up his asshole and turned it all around. I mean, he's got the rib abs. Rebabs. He's got rib abs, dude. And he started his own gym. And let me fucking tell you something. It's gorgeous. It's like really fucking nice you walk in there it's in north side it's behind Littlefield in north side if you're familiar and it's a big nice beautiful space with up-to-date equipment and he does personal training packages nay he does meal plan prep packages and personal training and he's growing his own fucking vegetable garden outside of the gym so he can help send you home with the right foods for your meal plans He's like not fucking around. And I'm telling you, he's one of the best guys I've ever met. He's funny, he's compassionate, and he and he's got and he's got the certifications to prove that he knows what he's fucking talking about when it comes to your hot ass body. And if you want to get your body hotter, you go to Hero Gym. H E R O G Y M. Check him out on Instagram, check him out on Facebook. Um I believe he has a website, but that's all through the Facebook and the Instagram. He'll 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 really he'll cut you a deal. We're going to do a promo code through Rumble Lips it, it, and Mark Mark will hook you up. I mean, it's a full it's a full it's like it's like being a very rich person for the fraction of the cost. Like you're getting a person that's like, "Listen, let's do go over your meal prep for the week." If you need that kind of of personal touch to your workout regimen, this is the guy for you. Mark Regner at Hero Gym. Check him out. I fully endorse him. And also, if you're more of a hands-out worker-outer, he does that too. He's not. He doesn't need to crawl up your fucking ass. He's got his own office. He'll leave you alone. But if you need him, he's there. 
which is amazing, and the facility is amazing. Check out Hero Gym. I'm telling you, he's and and his inst, and his Facebook and Instagram ads are actually funny. Mark is uh, he he knows what he's doing. So check out Hero Gym. Ohio Valley Beard Supply, Boomtown Biscuits and Whiskey, Hero Gym, Go Bananas, and Higher Level Art, Bunk News, and Danny Gamble. Whoa, did you see the poster for the Wiley Show? Whoa, did you see the other poster? Biggs, I owe you the other poster. I'm sorry I ran out of XL t-shirts. Thank you for coming to Wiley's, by the way. Anybody that came to my week at Wiley's, thank you so much. It, it it so far exceeded my expectations. Da- Let me tell you this: check out Danny Gamble and check out Higher Level Art. It's not it's not a fucking joke how much of a pro this guy is. I mean, he did he did the mural at Helium Comedy Club in Indianapolis, and it's beautiful. He 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 did the mural at Go Bananas on our outside of our building, and it and it rules. The banana looks great. It's everything. That I dreamed it would look like. I mean, I'm serious. Danny Gamble is one of the most talented dudes, and he, I'm not fucking around. He did the he did my shirts. He does so much for me that if if he gets one gig, if you're like we're having a new baby and we want the 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 nursery to look cool, you can hire Danny Gamble to do it and he'll knock it out. He's so fast and so professional, and and I'm telling you, you w- will not be bummed. He's amazing. He's not just putting a coat of paint on it with a squiggly letter. I mean, we're talking details, baby. We're talking, I, I, he does, I asked him, can you make me a fisherman catching Andrew Rudick as a mermaid? And he said, absolutely. And then look at the poster on, on Rumble Lips. He's unbelievable. Check out higherlevelart.com. Danny Gamble at Bunk News at the Bunk Spot in OTR, Cincinnati, Ohio. Thank you, Danny. You're, you're the man. Let me fly this. Let me land this fucking bird. Wiley's was Wiley's was so fucking awesome. This is just an update episode. I'm going to give you a Randora's box about the Loveland Frogman also this week, and uh, and then and then we'll be back to the regular scheduled. I was so busy. I went to New York. I was going to do an episode from New York, but it's not like that. I, I sit on the train and pull the stuff out, and you got to be in airplane mode. But I got to know where I'm going with the maps. Because I don't know where I am, and then I fucking get off on a stop, and people are running around, and there's there's people spinning fire and playing the guitar, and it's like, where the fuck am I? Purgatory? So I, I didn't have time. I didn't have time to do an episode of Rumble in New York, and then I went to Dayton. I was going to do one the other night from the hotel room. Going to be honest with you, I put on great grand designs on Netflix, I watched a story about a man trying to build a castle in Ireland, and I fell asleep. And when I woke up, they were like, you need to check out. And I was like, okay. By the way, Wiley's put you up. Thank you to everyone that came to Wiley's Comedy Club in Dayton, Ohio. In lieu of the horrific tragedy that happened earlier that week, there was... Almost, there was over 50 people at my first show. And that was really, really, really fucking cool. I'm not a draw by any means. Make no bones about it. I knew. I I thought I would probably get 25 as my biggest crowd. And it exceeded my expectations. And you were also a great crowd that let me do whatever. And let Rudick do whatever. And thank you to Nick Taylor for hosting. Uh, 
I asked for you specifically because I knew you would do so fucking well. And, dude, you did great. And if you're listening to this, thank you so much. You fucking rule. And I'd be so psyched to work with you again anytime. I think you're I think you're awesome. Follow Nick Taylor on Instagram. He's a cute guy with a man bun and he can slam dunk and he's funny. Nick Taylor, thank you. Andrew Rudick, the spaghetti man himself, is is so fucking funny. It's so funny. I was like, holy! I was like, fuck yeah, dude. This is a sh- now we have a show. Now I got to step it up. And I thank Andrew Rudick. He's one of my best friends, and I love him to death. And I'm glad that they let me uh, pick, and I picked you. I'm glad I picked you because <laughs> I love you, and you're the best. I had the I had so much fun. The crowd the crowd was so fun on on Friday, and then Saturday early show. It was so much fun, and there was counting comedians. There were thir- twelve people in the room. There, I had I put two guest spots on every show. So thank you, Anna Manza. Thank you, Zach Wyckoff, for the first show. Thank you, Blake Hammond and Lee Kimbrell for the second show. And thank you, Joe Young and Dan Seabree for the last show, uh, Saturday Late Show. But Saturday Early Show, there was t- 11 people in the room. Of audience members, six. Six. And there were five comics on the show there was one comic left than audience members on the on the first show saturday let me tell you something we had a blast any anybody that was there six four of them listen to rumble lips four of the audience members so i'm a draw (laughs) but it was awesome my boy chris walker came out to the first show friday he'll tell you Get in the trash heap and tell everybody how good I am. No, don't. But seriously, it was awesome. I could, I like when 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 I looked out when I looked out at the crowd and I was like, oh great, there's six people. And then I was like, yo, they listened to the podcast. I was so excited and we had a great time. Thank you, Alex Biggs, for coming out, dude, and bringing bringing your wife and bringing uh, what was his name Noah. I figured out the guy's name. Thank you guys for coming out. It was fucking awesome and the other two people leah and the guy's last name was miller but i i just introduced myself to everybody <laughs> on the first show because there was so so little audience but you guys were awesome laughing being loud clapping drinking beers eating food it was great i had so much fun and then the the late show had about 19 and it was and and that was that was really fucking fun. All, all the shows this weekend were fun. Being honest with you, I was a little nervous. I hadn't done forty five at a at a club, and um, yeah, it was it was fun. I had the best time. I had the best time getting to do crowd work and 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 fucking around with with smaller crowds. It was it was fun, and it's and it was like a learning experience. And I I. They're, they want me to come back next year to Wiley's, so hopefully next year instead of, you know, four listeners of the podcast, next year maybe I'll get 14. And that's all I ask for. Let's grow this thing, baby. Share the podcast. Tell your friends to listen to Rumble Lips. Sorry if this one was a little bit of a bummer. I'm not sorry, dude. People have different moods. They can't all be slap your knee, wreck your car funny. 
but I, but that's how I feel about New York, and I'm and I and I am actually coming from a place where I'm very fucking grateful for the weekend at Wiley's. And sh- please share the podcast. Follow follow on Instagram at Rumble Lips. Follow me at Ram Barnaclo. If you want to donate to the podcast because you want to see your boy get a car, Venmo, PayPal, R dot Barnaclo or at Rand Barnaclo. It's all the same. Um, yeah, you can donate, and I really appreciate anything you do donate, and I've appreciated everybody that has donated. So please keep donating. Um, that would really that really does a lot for me. Um, it it helps it helps with buying stuff. Uh, eventually, there is a there is possibly a very big announcement, but I think Rumble Lips is going to um, I'm going to start a YouTube channel, and I need some video equipment. So that's what donating gets. You'll be able to watch the podcast. Some people like that, and I don't know why, but that's kind of the way it's trending. And I don't want to be some guy that's like, oh, it's only audio. So whatever, I'm going to get a green screen, and we're going to do Rumble Lips videos. And we got uh, you know, I got to fucking do it that way. I'll do it that way. But I love this podcast, and I love you guys, and I'm so thankful. So if you want to donate, fuck the Patreon archy. It's just donate directly to me at my PayPal or Venmo. I'll take it all. Whatever, whatever denomination you see fit. Um, but I am saving up for a car and um, video equipment. So help me out. And follow Rumble Lips and share it. Total Nick Forever. I know you're going to do it. Six or Biggs, I know you're going to do it. Just screenshot it and share it on your Instagram. It really actually helps. It gets a lot more listens than you think, even when only two people do it. And tag at Ram Barnaclo in it too so I can share it on my story. Damn, it's good to be back. I'm fucking psyched to be back in the natty. I'm back in the high life again. Later on this week, we'll talk about the Loveland Frogman. I love you guys. It's good to be home. I'll talk to you this week.